It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. So, okay, we're going to get into another, uh, another top five uh, in a little bit, but I got I to gotta check something with you guys. Uh, a couple episodes back when the three of us were together, you got to, uh, to talking about uh, making the, uh, the construction paper uh, Dr. Seuss hats for uh, Read Across America yeah. Week and everything. And I decided I needed to get your, uh, you guys' fix on, uh, I've, I've had a, a hat situation going on. Um, because I am a, I am, I am, I identify as a, as a dude with a shaved head, but also trying to, you know, cut down the opportunities for skin cancer. So I've been, you know, I got, I got my, you know, build baseball cap style, lightweight hat that I can wear when I'm running or, or, or that kind of thing. And I got, what do they call them? Those, the bucket hats is just the hat with the little Love a bucket hat. I think they look pretty good. But the problem with those is, is on a, on a windy day, that front part gets blown down over your eyes. And so right. that's not so good. And so a couple of months ago now I ordered a, I ordered a new hat to try out, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure I, I can pull it off. And I've, I've Tasha approved of it. And I've, I've worn out in, in public a couple times and haven't gotten beat up by, by young thugs or anything. Oh God, tell um, me it's a fedora, please. What? Because <laughs> it tell me it's a fedora. I'm like waiting. What, what if it was? That, w- that just seems like it fits. That's why I'm waiting. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, can I, can I pull this off? <laughs> it's, yes. it's a bit creepy how it looks like you were made for it <laughs> right you know, like somehow like this has not altered my vision like it looks like you've always had this hat it looks I'm, like i've seen you in this hat before like this hat fits you but will will young ruffians beat me up when i'm out for a walk with no i think they're gonna think you're like writing poetry or something okay. don't stick a feather in it and you should be oh no no <laughs> I, I mean i was don't looking you- at colored ostrich feathers um i decided not to um this is when i envisioned your head in a hat that was like the first thing that i'm like it's got to be a fedora (laughs) Uh, i i would hope that you would also now um maybe come back once a month for some other hats let's try a newsboy cap let's try a top hat maybe uh newsboy cap would be nice yeah, let's try a beret. Um, back in in late middle school, early high school, totally had myself a beret. 
You did not. I totally did. Once again, listeners, I will pay you cold, hard cash for pictures of Jeff in his youth, any stage. Jeff, Jeff totally in his life has been a fan of having his picture taken. So there's not a lot of that stuff out there. Someone's got it and I'll pay for it. (laughs) So let's play the top five game again. Um, We're, we're back. We're going to do the top five that kids. Um, listeners, uh, we did an episode, I did an episode with Lisa not too long ago, or maybe it's coming up. I don't know how these things are going to get released until I, I schedule them, but we talked about that kid. That kid is, that kid is somebody that gets under your skin, scratches at your, at your last nerve, somebody you, you maybe just don't get along with, uh, that kid doesn't have to be a kid. Sometimes that kid is an adult. Um, but that kid is kind of shorthand for, for that person. Um, that you have maybe a hard time dealing with. Uh, sometimes some personal bias comes into this, and that's okay because maybe you, it can be an eye-opening, uh, examining your, your that kid um, list might be, become eye-opening for you. So uh, let's jump in with that kid. I'll go with my number five. Number five, that kids for me are tattlers. Mm. Um, for me, oh, that kid that's always coming up tattling on somebody, it goes to my whole, you know, not too long ago, we talked about, uh, about the uh, school bus driver narc. Um, and so this is totally, you know, within, within that category. I don't like the whole narking on somebody else idea, but it's, it's tattlers drove me, drove me crazy. It was like a, it was like an ice pick on my eardrum, having somebody come up and tattle to me about something. And it, it, it happened with kids, but it's, it's still, it's still in my life happens today with adults because everyone, oh, I, I totally get emails from people tattling on other people and, and, and fuck them. Um, so tattlers, number, number five on my, yeah, my, that that kid my list. I hear that we, we've been having in my, in my classroom currently sort of an, an issue with this. We just have a lot of, uh, a lot of kids who enjoy reporting the minutia of everyday activities to sure. us. And so we finally made a, a like flow chart to help them. And the first thing on the flow chart is a mirror. It's like, who can solve a problem? You can solve a problem. So first, you try and solve a problem. And then if you can't solve the problem, everybody got a sticker of their face and everybody put it on. And the second person is somebody else in your class can help you solve a problem. And guess what? Your picture's also on there. That means you can try again. You have two opportunities for you to try and solve a problem. And then the third person is a teacher. Come to a teacher because if it's so-and-so took the ball I was using you can probably solve that. This is pre-kindergarten age. You can probably yeah. solve that. A friend can probably help you solve that before you come to us. It's, this is relatively new. I will say like the first couple of days have seen some success. Some of my um, chronic tattlers will walk up to me and then look at me and then kind of make that face of, oh, and then oh. walk away. <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe we're, we've got it locked in there a little bit. Yeah, I don't think they think about it because I used to always say that people would come up with like, "Hey," and I was like, I "Was like, did you talk to your friend before you tattled? Did you try giving them a message?" And no, they just look at me like, "What? No." I think they're so con- like they're so used to like adults deciding what's going on that they're oh, sure. like, "Well, I yeah. got no power here." And I was like, yeah. "Okay, we'll talk to them. If you still can't work it out, then come get me." And that's something we talked about too, especially with our age children. Like for about you know a lot of these kids were 
heavily impacted by COVID shutdowns and whatnot. So for a lot of them, they're very used to just going to a nearby adult and saying, hey, this has happened, or I need this, or I see this. Um, so we maybe have to do a little extra learning with them. This so if, if that if that whole process, that's there's a lot of steps in that. Um, if that doesn't work, um, just start hanging up uh, a propaganda style posters that say, don't be a narc. And then <laughs> the next time a kid comes up to tattle to you, you look at him and you say, Kimmy, don't be a narc. <laughs> and, uh, Kimmy, you're also, really narcing right now. You're killing the vibe of this yeah, room. Yeah. I did Kimmy, also used to say a lot. don't be a narc. Yeah. It was who should you worry about? And they're like oh, myself. You know. <laughs> yeah, I do that, that a was lot. My other favorite. Who should you be worried about? Yeah. Self. So uh, lots of tattlers out there. I think they're on a lot of people's that kid list. For who wants sure. to go next? I'll go next. All right. What's your number five, Sam? My number five is barnacles. Ooh. The kid who is stuck to you all day. Um, and it was endearing at first because, you know, of course I'm here to help with the transition and we're going to get to know each other. And now it's becoming like, whoa, you got to go talk to somebody your own age. Cause there's only so many times I can talk about Encanto before I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> and I also want to interact with other children and, oh, were you interested in playing that? No. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I have to go. I hear somebody calling me. Did you want to go? Oh, you're coming too. Okay. You're also <laughs> coming with me again. And I, I like it. I think I really do like this, um, this list. Cause it's a great opportunity for reflection. Like, again, I really value relationships. I really value what we can learn from attachment theory. And sometimes I really just want certain kids to leave me alone. So <laughs> Which is yeah. valid. Yeah. And, and sometimes, sometimes it's, they're, they're just close and sometimes they are just physically on you all, yes. all the time. And yes. uh, yeah, that, that comes up later on my list, but I'm going to tease it. I'm not going to tell you where Ooh. it's going to be a surprise. Uh, yeah. So those barnacles, that's a, that's a good one. What do you got at your number five, Carol? Uh, the catatonic kid. Anybody else have these kids that like won't physically move anywhere. They just don't do anything. And they just, they just don't do anything. Like you're like, Hey, you want to come over here and play this? Or you want to go? No. And if they do get somewhere and then like everybody, you know, like you're transitioning to something else or it's time to go. And they're just like laying on the floor. You know, Carol, like, Carol those are called Whoa. babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was they, don't that know, what that was? they don't know how to crawl or walk yet. That's the reason they're not moving around is because they're babies. They have well, they better get with it and start making, you know, their Dr. Seuss crafts. And <laughs> no, I, I, I'm guessing you're talking about something, somebody a little bit older than babies. It's like four or fives is where I was yeah. like, they always get that one. And the one, I remember we had actually one kid who I was afraid was legitimately catatonic because his mother would carry him everywhere still. And he like, yes. wouldn't, like he wouldn't move his arms. Like if he had to physically exert himself at all, it just, yeah, I mean, by the end of the year, I had him like dancing, you know, he was finally, but like, but other kids too, it's like, they don't want to try anything. They're just like, I guess they could be powders, but sometimes they're just, there's not, they're just, maybe they've there. just recently been unplugged from those matrix tanks. Yeah, they possibly. Yeah. Neo, is that you? Like what's happening? Well, I mean, I mean, you got to have a certain amount of muscle tone to be able to move around. And it, it, it seems a lot of kids nowadays are lacking that, but I, I totally, it's not on my list, but I totally, if I would have thought of it, that would have been, 
that would have been a contender for the list. That's a good one. Um, how do you, I mean, what do you, what do you, how do you make it through the day with them? Um, a lot of times it's just, I'm not going to carry you. And then I'll try, you know, it's, it comes back to the relationship. Like you try and figure out what they're really into mm-hmm. and somehow involve it with a way they're gonna have to move. Like you're so gonna... literally gotta... a carrot scenario. On yes. a stick. <laughs> like, I've, I've got a suggestion. I, I, I grew up watching a lot of Westerns with my dad. And there was always that time where the, uh, the gunslinger, the bad guy would walk into the, he'd walk through those bar doors, you know, and then he'd, he'd, uh, he'd pull out a six shooter and then it'd be the, the, like the dopey guy that was the piano player or the whatever. And then he'd start shooting his, shooting his gun at the, at the guy's feet and he'd be like, dance. And, uh, and, and the guy would just dump up and, and it's just <laughs> pew, 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 when he was dancing. So uh, you need, I mean, no, not, I mean, don't shoot the children. That would be, Look, you'd have to do so much paperwork if you started shooting the children. So, um, so maybe, maybe one of those those dart guns with the little the rubber darts, or maybe a Nerf a Nerf gun, maybe maybe a pellet gun for the really inactive ones. Um, would does that sound like good advice? Follow them with like a rubber band, and threaten to snap them with it. Oh, sure, not. sure, that might be. Spray them with water, you know, like cats that aren't supposed to be where they're where they are. Just spray them. Yeah. Then you're not supposed to be there. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, I don't, these kind of kids, though, I don't think they'd move with water. I really don't. They'd be like, know. this is gray. Yeah. And they it's take so off hot their gloves, too. You know, they're like, well, my shoes are off. Uh, like, are you high? Like, I don't understand what's happening with some well, of I mean, these kids. Um, uh, hey, listeners, don't don't shoot kids with pellet guns. Do not do that. Don't, don't. <laughs> Pretty much don't do anything um, I say. Um, so we're moving. Should we move on to number four? This on. is a comedy podcast. <laughs> you all know that, right? So number, number four on my list is soft talkers. I knew you were going to put that somewhere. <laughs> I just knew that. Was that kid Find on? that oh, information. Oh, and, and so this, this is kind of a related. My number four is kind of related to your number five, Carol, because my experience is a lot of those those uh catatonic kids are soft talkers as well and so you combine those two things and that makes them them, somebody really hard to deal with i'm like use use all of your voice um and and i i guess maybe the reason this annoys me so much is i probably you know back in early elementary school i was probably that kid you know really shy and and um and so it's probably just self-hatred i don't know um maybe well, that's how know. your brain works you know they say ah. if adults made in an emergency situation like if they would like get mad at you like your brain just like programs that is well that this is an emergency so when kids start whispering you're like what is wrong you know <laughs> this isn't gonna end well you gotta speak up yeah and then a lot of times the soft talker was really coming up to tad like hey jeff mm. hey jeff <laughs> um so maybe those two are connected for some reason so number four soft talkers uh, Sam, number four. My number four is what I have named pick me's. Um, so the kid mm. that is anytime anything happens or comes out, I want it. Can I do it? Can I do it? I didn't do it yet. Can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do it? And I also would couple that with um, the way, and I, I find that these children tend, in my experience, have the same way where they, when they try to connect with people, 
is just constantly talking to one person. Do you want to play with me? Can I play with you? What are you playing? Can we do this? Do you want to come here? Why are you over there? I thought we were friends. Can't we go over here? I was like, whoa, you got to let him breathe, kiddo. Like just very much like, and again, this I think comes back to the uh, the bottom of the pyramid needing to be safe and secure and loved. Um, and where am I going to get that from? I'm going to get that from one person that's going to be with me all the time, or I'm going to get that from being the one that puts the bean in the bean counter jar or whatever. And I, 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 there's something about it that really rustles my jimmies. So is that kind of a, a verbal barnacle? I think in a way it is. I think in a way it definitely is. It's this like very, like, they get really stuck on something, whether it's a person or whether it's an opportunity to do something. And look, I will fully admit I'm an asshole. So like when a kid does a lot of pick me, pick me stuff, I am far less inclined to pick that child. So I'm like, this is annoying me. <laughs> don't. And then I try to say it very kindly. I'm like, oh, I just wanted to see your hand if you're interested. I don't need to hear your voice. But then they keep saying it. And, and so is the, is the, look at me, kid a version of that a subcategory of that or is that a, a separate thing oh I think it depends I think I think it depends because I think a lot of it comes down to what what is the need yeah. of that kid because like sometimes I feel like the pick me kid that I'm describing has a very like one-on-one need either with a an activity or with a person and I think a lot of times the look at me kid needs a group in yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like the pick me kid too needs like a specific thing like they're not thinking of something on their own to like look at me like, like yeah. oh you have an idea I'll do that I'll like they're just waiting yep. for an idea yep and, you, and there are leaders and followers all throughout life but sometimes you are smothering this person <laughs> like Tabitha you need to, I think that they're telling you with their body that they don't want to play that game you don't stop smothering them they might start smothering you <laughs> <laughs> with a pillow right? um, Carol you're number four Number four is the boss. The boss, like literally your boss. <laughs> sure. Yes. Uh, I but I've met some kids who probably would have been better at it than my boss, my former boss. But oh, sick Because <laughs> just because they're more direct and honest. Um, but like the kid, it's um, which is similar to the next one I have on the list. But it's the kid who just has to be the one that dictates the rules. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and just has to know that everyone's looking for them to it's like different than a look at me kid because it's not like they're doing tricks or anything like that like they just need to be you know future leaders of the world my idea has to be the one we pick yeah you have no guys no guys remember remember matthew you said you were going to do what i said it's like and i've had bosses that didn't even care if matthew had you know like no we're doing it this way like (laughs) like color that a different like I've had kids like drawing like you need to make that purple. Yeah, like, I got I've got one of those right now. Yeah, it's, it's, like, ve- it's very interesting. Yo, because this kid in all other aspects seems very self assured and yeah. very you know very confident, and then put in like specific group settings has to be the one in charge. Yeah, I'm like, and a lot of times I'll look at him and I'm like, yeah, I'll think it, this is this is a boy in my class. I will think. What's your sister like at home? Are you being bossed yes. around a lot? The biggest boss I had had an older sister, and it was the same. As an older sister, I do not apologize. 
I didn't experience, or maybe I experienced it, but it didn't annoy me much with kids. But boy, I've been on on boards and in United Way funding meetings and other situations with adults who had that characteristic that I I wanted to leap uh, across the table and and stab them with my spork from my uh, from my uh, boxed lunch. Um, well, never did. You described a very specific thing that a very small group of people know exactly what, what that is. Like the box lunch at United Way meeting, like, oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. We've all been there. Waste of a good spork, though. Well, I am a, I'm an experienced podcaster, so uh, yeah. know how to, <laughs> I know how to relate to the people. Know how to paint those word pictures. Uh, <laughs> where, it's a, where, the, the audio medium is your canvas. <laughs> where are we? We're on your number three, aren't we, Sam? No, I just, because I did mine. We're on your did, number three. Oh, we're on my number three. Your number three. Yeah. My number three. Oh, we just did your number four. Yes. So we're on yeah. my number three. My number three is whiners. <laughs> and it's whiners. And, and again, it's more adults than it is kids. Um, kids, I, I understand kids whining because, you know, they're tired, they're hungry, they don't know how language works. I, I can I can be forgiving with whiny kids, although although there have been plenty of whiny kids that uh, that have uh, scratched my last nerve. Um, most of them, I mean, I probably was biologically related to them um, in some way. The ones that most uh, annoyed me with that, but but it's whiny adults that are. Are, are my number three that kid um yeah. I, I i've tried over the last 10 or 15 years to to weed as many of them out of my life as possible and it brings me great joy to go through days where i don't have to listen to adults whine fuck yeah. those guys yeah no again my, my number three was whiners um and there are definitely times when there's some some kids who are using a whining voice and it frustrates me and i will you know just straight up tell them tell me in your own voice yeah tell me what your name and 90 percent of the time they immediately seize the whining and they just tell me flat out what they need and then we solve the problem i, I should have tried that with the adults see i was just gonna say I'm, i want to figure out how to do that with the adults in my life and i feel like a lot of the whiners i I know are also coupled with the um how how would you describe this the people who are always they're always pointing out why the plan won't work or why we can't do oh, something yeah, yeah, yeah. they are they are never helping to solve the problem the devil, it is just whining advocate. about this no because it's different than that because they're not playing another side oh, they're okay, saying yeah. oh i hate this thing and there's no way to fix it and then when you name something like well what if we put instead of the sand pit we have what if we put like we build an actual sandbox and then, well, then cats will get in it. What if we build the kind that has like a cover, like the wooden cover, and then you can open it up and then close it. Well, then we'd have to, you know, make sure that people are opening it and closing it properly. Or, or cats would be become friendly right? with beavers and, they'd have and they have the beavers. You know, people just won't take care of it. Like, oh, I mean, have you asked? Okay. So those are just chronic naysayers. Yes, yeah. just yeah. so exhausting. I don't often run across a kid like that, but adults and no, I, I feel like most mass. kids. I think like well, you'll have a naysayer kid who like maybe doesn't want to do the thing or doesn't like the group idea, or I think that couples with kind of yours 
Carol of the boss kid who like becomes the naysayer because it's not my idea. So I don't want to do it. Yeah, but then I, I find yeah. eventually they will bend in some way. Well, I mean, it, it also sounds, uh, frankly, a lot like me as host of this podcast. I mean, <laughs> in a lot of situations. So, uh, so I mean. Or Jeff's on the list then. Okay. I, I've yeah, said, well, you know, we're all on the list somewhere. I'm I've a said, whiner. I've said nay, nay a, 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 a time or two. Um, Carol, what's your number three? Know-it-alls. No at all. Well, you know oh, what see, I am on your list here. Well, what would have been I'm cool is if num- your number three would have been whiners like us. Then, then uh, I mean, it would have been great. But uh, no at alls. Kids <laughs> no or adults all. or both? Oh, both. For sure, both. I mean, the kids like the kid who like has to correct everybody else in the room. It's like, no, actually, it's like this or like any story about anything that you read. They want to tell you like, no, no, no this is actually how it, you know, like, it's not just like, not only that they're knowledgeable because that's fine. They have to, they're not satisfied until you feel like you do not know as much as them. So far more, far more annoying. I'm adult. squirming in my chair. Feel yeah. a little bit uncomfortable. As the, uh, as the know-it-all child and personal. something of the know-it-all adult. Do you have um, a, do you have a little drawing where, where you've got that written in your little notepad? Do you have a little drawing of me? <laughs> actually yes, just your picture of you in your beret from when you were in high school <laughs> no I don't mind people who are knowledgeable like please share your knowledge but it's the people and a lot of times they're naysayers too like mm-hmm. they'll tell you why your idea is wrong and let me tell you why I absolutely even though they don't have a blessed clue they're just like well and they won't list they don't they have no listening capacity. They have no critical thinking capacity. This is most of Washington. It's just, they just know, and that's the end. Like I- Yeah. Yeah, as a, as a know-it-all kid, uh, now something of a know-it-all adult, I can definitely say that a lot of my need to share facts and or correct people wasn't necessarily to make them feel bad as much as it was to make myself feel good um in that if i don't have another quality at least people know i'm smart at least i can be smart at least i can be known as being smart um which is just a really sad thing to to talk about and think about i'm like i'm like yeah same yeah Yeah. a lot like a lot of it for me was I, I want to be known as a person who knows things. Like I, I want that to be the image people get of me, regardless of if that is true or even useful, um, or if it makes me look like a dick, which I am certain it did often and continues to do. But yeah, that was a that was definitely part of it for me. I think was was maybe I can fight for my place by being a person who knows a lot of things, and I have to, but I have to show it. I can't just know it internally. I have to like show it off. Otherwise, nobody yeah. will know, and they'll think I'm something else. I just want attention. <laughs> Everybody needs attention. Uh, it's a book written by our our, our podcast Tamar. buddy Tamar Jacobson. Give it a read. Um, so yeah, that's good. And I I, I mean I I'm I'm total I'm totally that that I'm totally that kid, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I think as an adult, I've tried to channel my know-it-allness into like using it as a, as a baseline for effective solutions, you know, like not just saying, oh, you're wrong about this. It's actually this, 
but instead saying, oh, something I read about was this, this, and this, maybe we can use that to figure out what we're going to do for rest yeah. time or something. To me, that's else. feedback though. Do you know what I mean? To me, yeah, but I had to learn that. Like, it's just the ones like, no, that's what it is. And, and like, they're just very, rarely like, right. Cause they for don't sure. really think about it. They're just for like, sure. well, this is what it is. And then yeah. if they, if they can't, if a kid like, cause you always, I, I love those kids are like the questioning kids. Like, oh yeah. How? What do yeah. you mean? The know-it-all kid will always default to, well, my mom said, yes. or, you know, my, I, like, my mom was reading, my dad read me in the dinosaur book. Yeah. There's an appeal to authority immediately. This well, see, question. see, I just go to Peter Gray or Tamar or Lisa or somebody. So, I mean, I, I totally do a version of that. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's useful and you actually know, it doesn't count. You have to be making it up for it to count, basically. Oh, fuck, I'm always making it up. Um, what are we on number two now? We're on your number two. On your number two. My number two was uh, your barnacles are my clingers. Um, ah. And uh, and not that uh, that guy from Mash, a uh, different kind of clinger. So, uh, it's a old TV. Wow, reference. what a fun old joke, Jeffy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a normal age and watches normal TV. Old TV, yeah. That's still on like every day now. Like oh, people saw I yeah I could up uh, so on. yeah clean. I it. didn't know that Alan Alda was in Mash. I didn't know that. Is he in anything else? He's in the West Wing. That's all I knew. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so was Jimmy Smith, wasn't he? Uh, yes, he was. Your as mom, we have discussed. Yeah, your your mom and I have a have a, <laughs> have a big crush on Jimmy. Um, Carol, what are your thoughts on Jimmy Smith? Jimmy Smith, yes or no? dark and handsome right have you ever yeah. seen his oh, butt he is he is tall dark and handsome have you ever seen his butt carol not in recently not personally hey, you yeah. need to uh you need to get over to hulu and watch uh nypd blue get to see jimmy smith's butt which is uh uh we have to you know we you can go back and listen to the episode where sam was, and that, I like talk a, about- was that a big thing at one point in time didn't that like break oh TV nypd blue was a huge like it was a big thing as far as I'm, I don't know it, but as far as like other, but people. Jimmy's butt isn't a big thing. Yeah, Jimmy's, I mean, notorious. Jimmy's got a, a delightful. I mean, I can I can say Jimmy's got a delightful butt, or at least he did back in the day. So, um, <laughs> we're on to uh, who's number two? Uh, yours was Clingers. Mine is Shriekers. Shriekers. Okay. Shriekers. Now Shriekers are different from Yellers. Give us an example. Yes. What's that sound like? Oh, I can't, I can't do that to my husband who's also in this apartment and the good people of this podcast. You can use, you can use your imagination to think of the kid who, when someone takes something out of their hands, just defaults to shrieking. Now, a lot of times, right, this is developmentally appropriate because this is a young child who does not have a huge capacity for language yet. And how do I express my frustration through a shriek? But when we get into the older ages, when we get to the four-year-olds, the five-year-olds, when mm-hmm. we've got a little more language, a little more critical thinking happening. 45. Yeah, 45. At a meeting, I've had shriekers. Meetings with adults, I've had, I've had shriekers. Um, yeah, that, that's rough for me. Just I, the- I, would, I would rather have somebody go to the kitchen, get the cheese grater out of, uh, out of the drawer, and then take that to my ear than yes. have to listen yes. to that. Then have a have a kid who just who's who's whose default is to it's really like the kid whose default is to shriek yeah at things like the shrieking no 
whenever anything yeah. happens that they don't like it's like whoa we gotta we gotta find some more strategies for expressing your frustration because this is chaos to my eardrums yeah or, or if you can figure out a way to put it to work for you as some sort of early warning system you know you're in hawaii maybe some tsunami kind of thing going on i right here here maybe it would be a tornado situation um you know if you could find some way to use it for good but i think that kids stand outside yeah, yeah no sometimes i will my kids who shriek i'll say hey can you call so and so okay it's i, I got I ask them a question and then I like they get to let them use their shrieking voice. <laughs> yeah, you got to make the best of it. That's and that's one of the things we do with that kid is we, you know, one of the strategies make, is make the most of their talents, right? Strength-based approach. They have a strength in their diaphragm, and I will use that. Take a what's your number two, Carol? Uh Veruca salts. <laughs> that is a Willy Wonka. I, I had rich kids written down first, but they're not all like this. Uh, but yeah, the no, I don't want to. Everything is going to be my way. And they come in and the most, you know, beautiful clothes. And my mommy's going to be very, very angry. This is a new shirt. You know, like, I'm like, oh, oh, Lord, I can't with this. Isn't that just spoiled brats? Yeah, I guess you could call them that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, Definitely. and I. I had one in particular, I have never really vented about a kid in like a teacher's lounge, but she broke me that day. And I was just like, I cannot. And it was one of those, like she was thrown in later in the year, like surprise, you get a new one. It's like, which usually I don't mind, but oh, the new one they gave me. By the end of the year, I loved her dearly and we worked it out and I, I still miss her. I think about her quite often, but good gracious that first week until you know classroom justice was <laughs> until you know my my very uh the, the kid is he's charming and he's good with words and he just looked at her and he said i don't want to play with you you're not nice and she was like i'm nice <gasps> i'm nice and like then everyone kind of like wouldn't deal with her and then like she got very sad and like kind of like well come and sit with me while you're sad and like we kind of like talked about it and you know it was much better but like from the get-go like the ooh, like arms crossed stomping no like the cutesy voice you know it's oh and, yeah. and then after this kid uh, put it in her place did she do the thing she's sitting with you and then she slowly removes her glasses and she says i guess i'm not nice <laughs> and then Jeff, she has, you a, think? has that personal <laughs> revelation and uh and things changed after that things did pretty much change after that though because literally the right. whole class was like and even like and her mom kind of knew um her temperament i guess you could say mm -hmm. and she's like wow she's really, i said you know i really can't take the credit for her breakthrough and her her growth i said the kids took care of it <laughs> kids put her in her place <laughs> i said yeah i said i you know like a good teacher should I supported her through it but it was really that natural consequence of oh shit no one is gonna play with me if I keep doing this and I and I find the bratty kids do kind of take on like they become know-it-alls they become the bosses they become they become like all they might be the whiners them. yeah they they'll they, they they'll switch you know and you know like like I guess I should have put cutesy voices on there too because oh nothing gets me like that fake cutesy voice I remember looking at her once and I've had other kids like this but she's just the most recent 
I remember her like, well, I just want to do, and I just looked at her and I said, oh, buddy, you know, if you say it like that, it doesn't make me want to do it anymore. And she goes, oh, and that was the end of it. Like she never did it again. Like I didn't, I wasn't mean about it, but I was like, I just realized that. If you want to manipulate me, try these. Yeah. (laughs) There are way better tactics to manipulate me. But it was just one of those things like, like this has probably got her what she wanted every other place she's been and no one has taken the time to tell her like yo that doesn't work and she was like very like oh I said you could just ask me and if I can I will and she goes oh okay and that was the end (laughs) totally so many of these things that we've talked about are are really strategies for trying to survive and thrive in the world and I mean we do the things that work and, and so, of course, if the shrieking kid always ended up having a need met by shrieking, they're going to keep yep. shrieking. And, and so uh, it, it, it's really hard to, I, I think, just be, becoming more aware of your, that kids uh, gives you more power and maybe opens up some more tools to you for dealing with them. Because if the only, the only tool you're using to deal with the, the shrieker or the barnacle or whoever you're dealing with is to... Uh, to scold them and put them in timeout or whatever it is, you're, you're not going to solve the problem. And so, so I think you've both shared some strategies tonight for, for this episode for, for dealing with, with uh, that kid in those yeah. different ways. Jeff, I think we should invite Jimmy Smiths to uh, make a follow-up to NYPD blue called classroom justice. Sure. I think, I think sure. he would, I think he would jump on board. I think we could get him. And yeah, let him know about the summer of 2023. <laughs> Yeah, I think he would be he would be like the because he's a little bit older now. He'd be like the principal, exactly. In the Classroom justice, and then yeah. dun dun. Yeah, yeah, or the or yeah, the school liaison officer or something like that. Yeah, um, my number one little boys named Brody and Brady. <laughs> um, I don't think the microphone picked it up, but Tasha just laughed from the other room. <laughs> okay, um, wait. Where does Jackson with an X rank on your list? Uh, we never, that wasn't a thing back in the day. We never okay. ran into a Jackson with an X, but um, there were enough young boys with that name who came through the programs that when a, a, a name, one of those names showed up on the, you know, the waiting list, um, there was, there was talk about, nah, maybe we don't need to enroll that kid because the experiences hadn't hadn't been good and i don't think it was i don't recall it being particular traits that they shared in common but they shared that name and brady and brody's were just pains in the ass and uh so they they are my that kid my number one that kid apparently that's hard when you have kids like you have to go through like i liked that name but then yeah you know, like, yeah and and hey guys, if you're listening to this episode, I don't know why you would be. I'm sure you've grown up to be upstanding <laughs> right. citizens. I'm sure you're not, fine. You're not just whiny little problem guys and dicks anymore, um, like you used to be when you were kids. Uh, you're you're probably evolved, and 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 hey, so have I. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully we can be friends. Um, yes. So wow, my number one. I think I feel like this has been a healing moment for me. I think I think has and i'm glad that it has i will say brady is pretty much out but brody's still very much in but also bodie i will add bodie, bodie to bodie. your list i yeah, have I never had a bodie never had a bodie that i loved 
Okay, and oh, so what's going on? He was cool. <laughs> okay, so what's going on here? Um, has it been that those? Okay, so parents are like maybe maybe those boat maybe Bodies used to be Brady's or I think or, they could have. So they they, they just th those names got got uh, they got bad uh, they got bad reviews on they got the, bad uh, juju they got bad on bad the, vibes uh, on the childcare name Yelp is that a thing? Um, I think we should. Yeah, and, and so they changed up those names because they they they're all very similar, aren't they? Okay. Oh man. Wow. I love that. Uh, <laughs> it's not as fun in follow-up. My, my number one is, uh, is the demanders. The demanders. Turns oh, out, yeah. turns out I am much more a stickler for manners than I thought I was. And I will include this with adults as well. I have some very demanding adults that I work with. Um, you know, just a simple, please. Thank you. Or can you even, as opposed to get me that or print this for me or any number of other ways that that shows up where it's just not a respectful relationship. Um, I didn't know that that bothered me so much until relatively recently. Until it did. <laughs> yeah, until it really started bothering me. Um, Why? I don't know. And so I've, and I've, I've mentioned this uh, before. I mean, I, I grew up in a military household, but not in like, I didn't call my dad, sir, or anything. Um, I have friends that did, but that like that kind of manners wasn't part of our life. Um, but very much so the like referring to other people as Mr. or Mrs. Um, or their rank once we got old enough. Um, and just, yes, yes, please. No, thank you. Um, like just defer it. Like if we didn't want to do something with someone's kid, but we were invited to doing it anyway, um, as a sort of like, no, no, you don't actually have a choice in this matter. <laughs> you have to go do this and be nice to this person for the next hour and a half. Like that was those kinds of, that kind of manner thing was very, was very much part of our everyday. Um, but especially just these simple please and thank yous. And I have, I have a surprising amount of demanding children right now who will say, get me that or pick me up. And I was like, no. They have <laughs> or, so many needs and wants and desires. And, and a lot of times, two years at home with mom who would exactly. just get them whatever. And that's something, I, that's something we've talked about, right? Is that, you know, it's, I, who can blame the people that they've been living with for just acquiescing to them because everything's been hell for two years. Yeah. Um, and I think like some, some strategies, cause I don't, I don't like what's the magic word. I hate that shit. Cause yeah. I'm not just going to yeah. do it because you say, please, but some, some things I've tried um, a lot of times I will, you know, I'll say, does it doesn't really seem like you're sharing your respect with me right now. I try to say share respect instead of showing respect because I want them to know like it's a mutual thing mm -hmm. it's like oh boy it doesn't really feel like you're sharing respect with me right now but come back when you're ready and we can talk about it then and a lot of like that tends to kick them into like yeah can you get that puzzle out for me I'm like oh yeah can you give me a minute because right now I'm working with so I'm working with Brody over here <laughs> <laughs> Brody at the art table but I'll be with you in a second Carol what's your number one I need to know right now Screamers. <laughs> Screamers, no contest. <laughs> let, let me let me lay it down for you again. I like the whispering ASMR, okay? So you can imagine what a child shrieking over nothing. It's like, 
oh it's like brainstem reaction like I can't function when they're like screaming at it like like my you know I sweat I have to like calm myself down yeah dress them because I'm like holy lord please stop that noise is this screaming like screaming words or is this screaming like crying screaming or it's just the scream uh mainly like it's not usually if it's a word it's usually no and it's done at that pitch where it's like a squeal screech yeah, yeah. like i don't you're you probably have no idea i don't know if sam ever watched any of the care bear movies there was a villain called screechy for sure like these people like oh, oh my, my god the 80s seemed like a beautiful time <laughs> everyone seemed happy back then <laughs> Not screechy. I got, oh my, I, I could, I was a kid and would mute that part that she was on sometimes. I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Screechy Care Bear? The villain in Care Bears. What, was she an animal? No, she was like a girl. I'm sorry, how did the Care Bears have a villain? I mean, this kind of begs the question, how did the Smurfs have a villain? (laughs) Oh yeah, they had, she was it, man. What was was she trying to do to them? What was her, uh, what was her end goal? What was her... Cause like I don't even remember. Skeletor <laughs> is in Castle Grayskull. Like I'm gonna get He Man, and then there's nothing that happened. Like there's no plan after that. I don't know. She was always trying to like catch them. She lived in this dark tower with this little brown furry thing. I don't well, know what I mean, he was. She wanted to. But... Eat, I mean, look. Did you want to eat the characters? Listeners to this podcast Maybe. know that my theory is the cuter an animal is, the better it tastes. So she obviously wanted to eat them because they were so cute. They would have been delicious. I don't know what her end game was. I don't think she had one. I think she was just a jerk. You think the Care Bears flavors correspond to their colors? Oh, I hope so. Oh. Or maybe they're like those those icky tasting uh, jelly bellies or whatever they are. Oh, yeah. That's the, see, no, see, uh, speaking as a know-it-all, so that's a natural defense mechanism that animals employ, right? Like if they're more brightly colored, it means don't eat me. That's what the Care Bears are trying to do. Yeah, or maybe their could... tummy things are like instructions on how to best prepare them. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Um, sometimes <laughs> episodes end really weird. Huh? Um, any more it's thoughts? called the child care bar and grill, not the child care linear sequence of events. So I think one thing I'm going to make a note, we need to come back and do a top five candies. Oh yeah, top five what top five care bears that you would eat personally. <laughs> and top five cute animals that you would eat. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm vegan, dude. <laughs> I won't eat baby animals. My husband and I just had this conversation the other week. He's like, so you wouldn't eat like the all lamb diet? I'm like, no, I don't eat baby animals. Oh, lamb diet. And then probably like three days later I listened to the podcast where Jeff is talking about eating baby animals. And I'm like, yeah. Oh. Oh, we should do. Could we do like, like your a, husband a, is a really smart guy? <laughs> I know. I know you've done top five toys. I know that's happened. But have you done like top five commercial toys? Oh no! Like oh, Thomas no. the Tank Engine, the He Man, the. Oh man! I think we. I think we should do that because you know, as insidious as advertising is in our, our worlds, um, I just think that makes for fun pod. Hey, maybe it would, but talking about it probably doesn't. That's what we should call a production meeting. So let's wrap this up. Any other thoughts on uh, that kid before we pull the plug? It's okay to be annoyed by kids. It's just not okay to then treat them differently because of your problem. Yes.
And hey, I challenge you to sit down and make this list for yourself because it might uh, reveal some things about you and how you deal with the, uh, the people in your life. Um, sure did for me. Thanks for listening. Back soon. Thanks, Bye-bye. Brody. Thanks, Brady. <laughs>